to Series 4 of The Process. I'm Mark Smith, and it is an honor to be able to share another series with you. We've touched on several different areas, and it's time for us to take a firm stance and believe, why not me? If you've missed any of the prior series and or episodes in The Process Part 1, which was the foundation, The Process Part 2, The Perfect Storm, and or The Process 3, Where Do We Go From Here? I encourage you to, to visit and or revisit, revisit those. They can be found on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, all under Mark Smith, The Process. Okay, please keep the following statement in mind as we begin to reference it over the next few weeks. Are you ready? All right, here it is. In your path towards growth, storms will arise, but the wisdom gained shall give me the perseverance to answer, why not me? One of the most calming things for me is to listen to the waves of the ocean, which is what I did in preparation for this series, Why Not Me? The ability to stare into the waves and look out into the ocean allowed my soul to reach levels of peace and clarity. Now, depending on where you go on the beach will obviously determine how much alone time you get to think or what I choose to really do, relax. Some areas are full of people, and there are those who are, can be quite desolate from time to time. However, there are a few constant things that you will see at the beach. Number one, you will see people walking up and down the beach, taking a leisurely stroll. Number two, you'll see kids playing in the sand, some flying kites with their parents. But you will also see people walking and looking down at seashells. Now, I want to take a moment and touch on number three, people looking down for seashells for just a minute. For most everyone that goes to the beach, including myself, we've done this, searching for the prettiest, nicest, the most unique shell to collect and take back home with us. While I understand you must look down to find the shell that you so, so desire, we often pass on opportunities in that just as we pass on opportunities in our lives because we're looking down versus looking ahead some of the things we <laughs> consciously think are desired are not what is truly desired for us take a look ahead always allows us to not look back at the past or down or the which is the current but what has been placed in front of us all along the future you know we closed where do we go from here with a message on purpose and reiterated that we all are unique and made like no other. Now, I mentioned that it is paramount that we take an internal look and be able to accept our purpose, but to also raise our eyes to proclaim, why not me? Socrates said, the secret of change is to focus all your energy, not on fighting the old, but building the new. To prepare and building the new, we all would agree that our commitment levels need to be at all-time highs. I mean, off the chart highs sometimes to remain focused. Now, if you recall, I expressed what my meaning of commitment was. Do you recall? Let me put it out there again. It's staying loyal to what you said you were going to do, 
long after the mood you set it in left you. And this would be instrumental in creating the path towards why not me. Path. Spelled a little different. P-A-T-H-H. Pursue avenues that keep us hungry but humble. Are you ready to go? All right, let's begin. I'm going to start with the first P in path. That's pursue. My wife and I <laughs> have two dogs. One is a Rhodesian Ridgeback, whose his name is Thunder, who is not a small dog by any means. Now, if you know anything about this breed, they are were also termed as an African lion hound because they were bred to guard the diamond mines. The other is a Cavachon, and her name is Gabby, who's a little girl who thinks she runs everything. You know, when Gabby was a puppy, she would take Thunder's toys and look <laughs> look at us like, Dad, <laughs> Mom, really? You let this thing do this to us? <laughs> but one of Gabby's favorite pastimes as a puppy, and still today, is to chase the rabbits that come into our yard. Well, she won't catch them, but it's not for lack of effort. She is probably mm, 0 to 25,000 in attempts. But that doesn't stop her from continuing to pursue them daily. Will she ever catch one? Mm, only time will tell. But in her mind, she doesn't think about the other 2,000 plus times she didn't. Now, I'm pretty sure Thunder, <laughs> her big brother, has told her in dog talk that she is wasting her time with this foolishness. However, I believe she is saying right back to him, you just wait and see. From a human perspective, even at our best, someone will have said, said something negative to us. But I encourage you to pursue your greatness for the person is destined for you. What is it? It's for you. Gabby, like all of us, have been inspired to pursue something in our lives. And often those dreams from form within stages of our youth. You know, when you combine passion and hard work, that success is always possible to pursue. While no road is ever straight, dedication and persistence will always lead your dreams to a, a, a positive, strong result. You know, I often replay a specific football game that I played in over 40 years ago. And recall the hard work and dedication each of us put in as the quote-unquote underdog. The thought of a Central Ohio City League team qualify for the state playoffs was unimaginable and never been achieved by any prior inner city team. To pursue a, a dream that, that nobody believed was attainable was one of the greatest experiences they carried over in many of the life lessons for all of us who participated. Mike Hawkins wrote something that was hung up in our locker room that I still recall as well. It read, If you choose not to pursue your dreams, you will still be part of a dream, only it will be someone else's. So let me ask you about your dream. Let me ask you a simple question. Why not me? So we covered the P in path. Let's go to the A, which was avenues. Now, I've got a question for all of you. What is the difference between streets and avenues? 
Streets often run perpendicular to avenues which have trees or buildings on both sides as well. But if they're so similar, how can you tell the difference between the streets and avenues? It usually has uh, to do with the direction they run. Still confused? Depending on the city, one will run north and south and the other will run east and west. This is often the same as the direction we, you and I, travel as it pertains to believing in ourselves. See, traveling down the street of doubt can lead us locked into the mindset of being comfortable and not taking opportunities to enhance our growth. Whereas avenues, should we choose to do the speed limits, potentially take us to uh, obtainable areas of progression that can be reached. Of all the possible avenues of life there is to live for, complacency should be viewed as the switch that kills all that we all strive to build. Malcolm Forbes wrote, as you get older, there shouldn't be anything you won't try. The payoff is that you open new avenues that can be fun and what you've long awaited for. Why not me? It's a misinterpretation of life to live only in preparation for the next one. To subordinate this one, you've got to, um, I want to say, have an indefinite or be indefinite about the next round of your life. How can you do that? That's foolish. It's a waste of this life not to live this life. Let me add on something else. Don't spend time beating on a wall, hoping to transform it into a door. So one more time, let me reiterate this. Why not me? Let, we've got the P. We've got the A. Let's go with the first T. And I combine that. That says that keeps us. When I wrote uh, the series, The Perfect Storm, it was largely due to a combination of things we were and coincidentally are still experiencing in our world. You have also heard me discuss self-assessments or opportunities to grow during the pandemic. What was thought of as something small should be fully grasped now was to, to remind everyone that the pandemic proved everything around us is oh so too temporary. Things our lives revolved around like going to work, going to the gym, the malls, traveling ceased for periods of time. And as we've learned or are learning to live without them, it's so key that we recognize what truly are the things that keep us. It taught us at the very end that our home, our family, the things that a lot of times that we had unfortunately taken for granted are truly the elements that keep us safe. I often think about what drives me to ensure why not me, the hours of work, the hours of preparation, the hours of reading. One thing that I do know that it is, or excuse me, that it is not, and that is fear. Or as I said in the past, false evidence appearing real. But for some that I've talked to, fear can be a driving force that keeps them focused on the past or worried about the, fu the future. A few moments ago, I explained a collective group of young men who took it upon themselves to pursue a dream of a unprecedented state championship. 
one of the things that I failed to mention was our motto that kept us together during that championship drive. It was quite simple. It's not what you do. It's how you do it. It's not what you see. It's how you look at it. It's not how your life is. It's how you live it. You know, I often speak of what John Maxwell stated when he said motivation gets you going, but discipline keeps you growing. Being able to find the things that keep us, drive us, motivate us, help us put in perspective and answer with, with pride. Why not me? Let's move to the last two H's in the new spelling of path. <laughs> Hungry, but humble. Let me begin this section of Hungry But Humble with something that I believe is crucial. Pay close attention to this. Humility is the truth to success. Successful people lose their way at times and they often embrace or overindulge in the fruits of success. Humility halts this arrogance and self-indulging trap. Humble people share the credit and wealth remaining focused and hungry to continue the journey or path of success. So what am I saying exactly? You should never allow success to get to your head or more importantly, never allow failure get to your heart. Always remember and remain hungry but humble. Growing up, I modeled and, and watched and listened to so many, so many um, coaches around the industry because again as a former coach you wanted to emulate a lot of things that you heard or they dealt that made you feel just as empowered well one of my favorite coaches of all time was the legendary John Madden and although I'm not a Raiders fan he was the class on and off the field while his team was celebrating a monumental Super Bowl victory he abruptly made the group be quiet during the celebration and made a profound comment. Coach Madden said, self-praise is for losers. Be a winner. Stand for something. Always have class and be humble. So, let me kind of step back for a second and fill, connect some dots. So, what does looking down for seashells at the beach? Are dogs chasing a championship, deciding which way to travel, streets or avenues, what does it all mean in our path? Well, let me close with the story that will tie all of this together for you today. There was a young woman who went to her mother and told her, uh, uh, told her mother about her life and how things were oh so hard for her. She did not know how she was going to make it and wanted to give up. She was tired of fighting and struggling. It seemed that as one problem was solved, a new one arose. I'm sure we all can testify to that. Her mother took her to the kitchen. She filled three pots with water and placed each on a high fire. Soon the pots came to a boil. In the first, she placed carrots. In the second, she placed eggs. And in the last, she placed ground coffee beans. She let them sit and boil without saying a word. In about 20 minutes, she turned off the burners. She fished the carrots out and placed them in a bowl. She pulled the eggs out and placed them in a bowl. She, uh, then she 
ladled the coffee out and placed it in a bowl. Turning to her daughter, she asked, tell me what you see. <laughs> her daughter said carrots, eggs, and coffee. The mother brought her closer and asked her to feel the carrots. She did and noted they were soft. She then asked her to take the egg and break it. After pulling off the shell, she observed the hard-boiled egg. Finally, she asked her to sip the coffee. The daughter smiled and she, as she tasted its rich aroma. The daughter then asked, Mother, what does this mean? Her mother explained that each of these objects had faced the same adversity, boiling water. But each reacted differently. The carrot went in strong, hard, and unrelenting. However, after being subjected to the boiling water, it softened and became weak. The egg had been fragile. Its thin outer shell had protected its liquid interior. But after sitting through the boiling water, its inside became hardened. The ground beans were unique, however. After they were in the boiling water, they had changed the water. Which are you? The mother asked the daughter. When adversity knocks on your door, how do you respond? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? Think of this. Which am I? Am I the carrot that seems strong but with adversity? Do I wilt and become soft and lose my strength? Or am I the egg that starts with a malleable heart but changes with heat? Did I have the fluid spirit but after death, a breakup, or financial hardship? Does my shell look the same, but on the inside I am bitter and tough with a stiff spirit and hardened heart? Or am I like the coffee bean? The bean actually changes the water, the very circumstances that brings the pain. When the water gets hot, it releases the fragrance and flavor. If you are like the bean, when things are at their worst, you'll get better and change the situation around you. When the hours are at the darkest and the trials are at the greatest, do you elevate to another level? How do you handle your own personal adversity? Are you the carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean that has the ability to pursue avenues that keep us hungry but humble? Path. So let me say it one more time. In your path towards growth, Storms will arise, but the wisdom gained shall give me the perseverance to answer, why not me? <laughs> what a glorious way to start a new series. In the past, <laughs> I would always close with professing this message may not be for you. But identifying your path is for everyone declaring, why not me? Remember when I said that if you look, in, look at the people in your circle and you don't get expired, you don't have a circle, you have a cage. You remember when I said that? So sharing this message with just one person that needs to believe in themselves. Let them hear their goals, their dreams are just as wide and vast as the ocean. Allow them to have the confidence and stand amongst all to proclaim. Why not me? Also, in doing that for them, give them a small but comforting nod 
and remind them consistently that no matter what their situation is, no matter what they're going through, that your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha, my mother, Lee Smith, and Mama Sarah, I love each of you very much. To my world future leaders, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, and Ivy, Poppy loves you, babies, and I will see you soon. I want you to have a wonderful, wonderful week and live every day of your life like it's golden. And don't be embarrassed. Be proud to stand in the face of adversity and say, I'm pushing through. I'm going to where I need to go because why not me? See you soon.